Welcome to Beards and Bullshit. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Back at it. Uh, it's been a while. I haven't yeah. been here in a, in a brief minute. Lots going on on this side of the earth for us. That shit is spiking, but we're going to go with it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. We got microphones. <clears throat> yeah, we don't know what really to do with them. I don't know what to do with my other hand. <laughs> Put it on the chair. We are recording live from the new, yes, larger Ironmonger's gym. So if you're on the uh, West Coast anywhere, you should be trying to come here. The uh, largest powerlifting gym in San Diego. That's right. You heard it right. <laughs> um, All right. So we're going to try and get back into this a little bit more now that we have an actual office to record in, which is pretty cool. However, we are in the gym, so if you hear some banging and clanging, some loud music in the background, we'll just have to work around that. But it's part, uh, of, life. It's part of the atmosphere here. Yeah. <laughs> the coolest atmosphere you'll ever train in. Um, all right, so today we're going to talk about this little old meet going on uh, Saturday and Sunday called the U.S. Open. I don't know if anybody's heard about it. I Powerlifting it. world, I'm it? not sure. Um, I don't know. I think it's like a strict curl competition or something. I think I could do that. Yeah, I think you might be able to get three, four reps. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. probably the biggest competition on U.S. soil we've seen in the last couple of years. So yeah. I, I competed in it last year. Pretty awesome. Uh, Adam is competing in it this year, and we're hoping to do some sure? serious damage with him. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to talk to him a little bit about that so you guys have a, some insight on a, what goes into training for a competition like this. B, what life is like around that. <laughs> so um, I'll yeah. do my best. I'm not really worth a shit right now, even <laughs> yeah. though I just ate. Hey, he just, he just had a, a, a burrito for the first, first time meal like in days. like two days. But, hey, we're going to make it, fam. We're yeah, going to make we're it. Good. We're going to get through this weight. <laughs> 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 it may just be one beard and a clean-shaven guy if we need to if we need to get rid of some, nah, some we'll tiny be. ounces. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um Okay, so let's jump in because we don't, we don't want this to be forever. Um, training. How would it, how'd it go? I mean, just give us a little brief rundown. You know, maybe yeah. how, how long did was your, was your prep for this well, one? Well, shit. This is a – usually we do like a, a 12-week training, but this time <laughs> decided to do 16. Never again. I will <laughs> never do 16 weeks again. Pretty long. It's I mean, there's, there's a long. reason I think we chose that. Yeah, there was – off season was tough because I could only train three days a week because of demands from work and things like that, and and obviously family stuff. So trying not to uh, overstep too many boundaries or take too much time away when it wasn't really necessary. I definitely will do a shorter prep next time, but um, but yeah, sixteen weeks is obviously this is the biggest meet I've ever done. So we wanted to kind of get some work in and right and try some new things. And, yeah, and one of the things that we're going to talk about is just obviously this meet is classic raw. So yeah. you're in wraps, and it's been uh, what two years since you've been in wraps? Yep, two yeah, years. two years. So we so, wanted to give it a little bit more time. And again, as your coach and the person you work with, I recommend we do that. A little, give us our you know some time, yeah, yeah, longer prep with wraps, which 
in my opinion, worked out really well. Worked out right. End. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, 16, wep- or 16, 16 weeks. weeks reps are definitely tough. And yeah, they beat you up. Yeah, I'd have to say we got pretty lucky as far as uh, staying healthy with it. Yeah, so that's, that's usually the main um, issue with the long prep is you're just constantly beating your body down week in and week out. And mm-hmm. but we're, by the time you get to the end, you know, it's like you're hanging on for dear life. For right? sure. And this is where you, again, if you don't have a coach or if you use a coach, make sure you program in some good deload weeks and, yeah. you know, understand that, uh, you know, programming can be pretty fluid or modular, you know, where, hey, if you're not feeling it one week, then mm-hmm. you got you to change stuff up. I actually did a deload up. this time. That was the first time I've ever done deload in a prep. No, but we did lighter weeks. Yeah, it wasn't. So, uh, yeah, there was some weird time in there. But. Yeah. I mean, hey, like I said, it, it's take it as it comes. Yeah. Thing. Um, and it worked well, again. But, uh, I, I, you know, as far as anything else, what else was different about um, this training versus, uh, I mean, your last meet was Nationals a year ago, right? Yeah, a year ago in July was Nationals. And uh, still stuck with kind of the cube method. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, it's a, a heavy day, an explosive day, and a rep day. And... In the beginning, I was doing six days a week, so it was two bench days, two squat days, and one deadlift, and then an accessory day, which, to be honest with you, I didn't do that many of the accessory days. Yeah, those um, are the optional days. <laughs> uh, this time around, which I thought it was okay. Um, I think uh, we backed off the double squats pretty early on. We'll get into why, I think, in a little bit here. But, uh, no, two bench days, um, I usually do that all the time. So just pretty much... Um, that's the way we periodize training. And then as we get to the last couple of weeks, we just went like this time, I think we went straight linear, um, a little earlier than we have before. Yeah. I mean, uh, which I think Adam likes to run his, uh, beginning portion of, you know, his prep He which again, it's a lot of volume in the yeah, beginning. And volume. then, then we transition into like a strength phrase and then he hands over to me and I usually, you know, program out the, the peak, which, um, you know, getting into our next thing, which was how many adjustments were made during this training along the yeah. lines. So I would say a few. <laughs> yeah, there was, I mean, coming into it, I felt really strong cause we did, a we had talked and I needed to take some time off of training after nationals to do some stuff for work, meet some certain goals and, and did that. And then we were going to look at the, uh, uh, LA fit expo. We ended up not doing that one also because of work so and we were going to do that as a prep just to yeah, get just in to some get ready. and uh try them out but but there was money on the table again i think we talked about that before so yeah. i had to do that so um, adjustment number one changed there, up our meet schedule yeah meet <laughs> schedule again my training was different i did five three one never did that before yeah uh really pushed the amrap stuff that's in there which i actually enjoyed so th- this prep i went into this prep stronger than i have ever been before yeah. hands down with i think i hit 430 for six reps on bench and 595 for six on squat and probably could have done a little more if my form was better but um early on everything was going well and then i did some stupid shit with the the belt squat oh yeah one day and i had like four or five plates on and was basically doing jump squats with it just on an explosive day <laughs> two days later my knee completely went to shit and I think that's when we started adjusting your squats. Big schedule. time. Yeah, I went to the doctor, was going to do x-rays. He said it was 
IT band syndrome, so it's uh, just basically a strain somewhere along, probably close to my knee. And this, it, it worried me because this knee is one I blew out. It's the same leg I broke years ago. Um, so definitely had to back off. We went and literally, I think, we took, I think, took two weeks off of squatting for the most part. Uh, we came back and we we're just like, you know what, we're just going to try 315 yeah. to 400 and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we came back into it slow, but uh, this is where the 16-week prep probably helped us. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we were – he was pushing hard, trying a few new things in the prep, and then obviously the knee issue happened, but that gave us time, mm-hmm. you know, to come back, what I would say, properly, which yeah. isn't just jumping back in and trying to squat, you know, yeah, we max went, weight. we went pretty slow. So yeah. I think we took it up about 25 to 50 pounds per week. And, again, one of the major adjustments I made um, as far as my technique on squat is I started descending extremely like for me really slow because i'm usually a fast squatter Mm -hmm. down and up you know and then this time it's just really 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 slow because my knee would trigger on that transition so i had to make sure that i was ready for it and then would explode up which another good adjustment helped big time because my (laughs) biggest problem in my squat was uh when it gets heavy i pitch forward yep so you're coming out of the hole and then the bar just kind of pushes you forward and so that allowed you to stay tighter into it's, the hole, yeah, that out of the hole. Yeah, completely gone now. I yeah. mean, this is the most upright I've ever and been. And if you watched any of Adam's videos that he's posted along the way, Meathead Adam, uh, you could see his squat, man, has been yeah, a thing of beauty throughout this training. I'm just going to say that we – well, we planned, we mapped out this whole program before we started, and we were going to end our squat at a certain number, and we ended up at a number that was about 40 pounds or so heavier than that. So um, that was really good that yeah. we're that far ahead. So that was – and, yeah, so that was some of the adjustments that we made as far as numbers. You know, I like to judge everything on speed, and moving along, man, everything was flying. So I took the numbers, and we spoke about it. Oh, paper towels are here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. Again, this is a live business. Running at all times. Always something going on. Part of the game. But um <laughs> always handling that. Yeah, so we made the adjustment on uh squats to kind of work around injury. Um but it ended up playing really well in my favor. As far as other lifts, I don't I think I well bench. I didn't hardly ever touch triceps at all yeah. um, this time around because it would give me bad tendonitis, and I just didn't need it anymore. Um, so worked really I think well. That's on where that. you had to do the most. What I would say, I guess, rehab or recovery on was probably your yeah, your elbows. yeah, yeah, elbows. They always get beat up. Everybody's yeah. got beat up elbows. It's part of uh, taking heavy squats and heavy heavy deadlifts and heavy benches. And um, I learned this prep. In an off season that I suck at deadlift reps, like big time. Um, we do these little equations, right? Everybody does, where you take your reps, you equate those out, and then it should give you a max. You know, the max <laughs> it was showing was way less than my actual. So we're going deadlift, for six fifty. So, yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. stupid. But um, well, yeah. Other than that, there was we did back off the days. I think we were only doing. We did. We went to three days a week really early on this time. Yeah, uh, which. I mean, when, well, you're, when you're lifting this type of weight, this is where I think the difference between maybe intermediate, beginner, advanced lifter yeah, all comes yeah, into yeah. play. In the begin, beginning, and even myself, I could lift 
every day of the week, mm-hmm. you know, and you can lift pretty good. I mean, exert a lot of energy, a lot yeah. of strength, whatever, and you'd recover from it. Then you get into it a little bit more demanding, a little bit more competitive. Yeah. You start <clears throat> noticing that you're taking down, you know, the days basically. Yeah. Or, or, again, the uh, training intensity, you know, yeah. is the same on some heavier. days. Yeah. Right? And that's why we rotated. But there was an interview with Kurt Kurwaski, and he's talking about the old school guys back in the uh, like 70s, 80s, and whatnot, early 90s. And as they would get closer to a meet, they said some days they would, they, some weeks they would only train once a week. Yeah, I mean because the intensity was so high that you know. I mean, one of my favorites was watching Efforting go for when he went for the world record. Mm-hmm. I think he only trained two days a week. Yeah, but he did three days a week rehab. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah and, exactly. And mobility and all that, and that's you know that's awesome. I mean, he was in his mid forties. It's just crazy. So, but you're <clears throat> again, you're learning and seeing, and we've. Developed a pretty good pattern with you, I think. Yeah, you know, we can recognize pretty early when we need to back off, or mm-hmm. when we can put the floor, put the pedal down to the floor. You know, yeah. And this is our fifth prep, I think. Yeah, fifth prep for me. Yeah. Um, again, like you said, I usually handle my off season stuff. Obviously, I'm here, and so he watches and everything like that. But the programming, and then early on, but I think this time we really came together on the whole process from start to finish to see where we're going to end and. The focus, again, was purely just speed, speed, speed. And now we both know that my first set, so we would do like our top sets would be three sets, right? And just continually going up in weight, kind of like you would at a meet. Um, and that's how we always program the last couple, five, six weeks even. And again, it's straight linear. But we know that when the third one comes up, it's hard to judge the first two. <laughs> but when that third one comes up, it's always faster. Yeah. Adam is the... Uh... <laughs> Let's get faster as we go, as the weight gets heavier, which it definitely makes scary. it, you know, like I said, if you're, if you're beginning coaching with somebody and they do that, it's mm-hmm. going to throw you off. Good thing is I know Adam and usually can count <laughs> on that third or fourth, whatever, you know, rep in the top set to be explosive and faster than anything I've seen, which it's funny. It throws people off in the gym here because they'll watch and they'll see us, you know, first warm up, and it looks like, you know, it's fine. It's fast. It's not slow but it's definitely not like, feels like crap yeah it feels like <laughs> shit and then by the time we get to you know 500 or whatever yeah. on bench and the thing flies off your chest where everybody's like what the hell's he doing uh-huh. <laughs> so that's good i mean that's just an intensity and adrenaline getting up getting up for a, you know a specific lift yeah. which will mimic meat day in yep. my opinion so we did um we did jump into wraps at a great time we went back and forth on when we should put them on, what weight should we start at, and I think we both agreed that once we get um, the computer. Yeah. <laughs> reset. Yeah, reset. Okay. This, is, this is the cool new thing we get to learn here with microphones. Yeah, not only do we have camera problems, league. we have microphone problems. Yeah, right. Uh, right as you so can tell, we don't do this professionally. <laughs> um, I don't know what we do professionally. <laughs> I don't either. Anyways, all right, so wraps. So yeah, you we were put, talking about. We put the wraps on a little bit earlier. Um, I would say the coolest, you know, it's not just that we put them on. We, we knew, like, and if you're new to wraps, this is what I'm going to tell you, is figure out who you're wrapping, how you need to wrap them, because that was something we learned. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> the first know. one was, the first, I think, what, I've never two seen sessions? Adam miss depth Ooh. until I wrapped him. For I don't even know it was probably six something. It was a mid six hundred. Yeah, mid six hundred squat, like, and uh, he couldn't get down to the bottom. And we were both like, "Okay, well, just kind of sitting there waiting." All right, come yeah. on, let it so, break. 
Yeah, so learn how to wrap, learn what wrap. You know, we kind of looked at that too, what wraps to use. And yeah, it was pretty clear. We tried two different ones and pretty so, – And what are we going with? The Pioneer. Pioneer, the Lily Bridge the wraps, Lily Bridge. they definitely are a nice wrap. Perfect for the kind of way that I – Yeah, that he squats. Squat too, which is, which is pretty awesome. And then we, you know, we progressed throughout the training as far as tightness, which yeah. I think that helps too with, you know, allevi- alleviating any, I don't know, issues with knee pain. Yeah, I see some people that just jump right into squatting, and they just wrap the shit out of their knees. Yeah, and then tough time. the next day they're having some serious issues, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't know, you know, they don't understand why or what the deal is, and they just think it's all because of wraps. Well, you can progress into wraps, you know. So you know, yeah. most of the time, I in fact, my recommendation is going to be squat with a light wrap, something you can squat raw. If yeah, know, and that's exactly what we did. It, and that's it what we did. Yeah, felt like a slightly more uh compression than a than a knee sleeve yeah um the first first one or two times around once we started getting it locked in and then after that uh we just I then, mean, then, we, made, then we make it 50 shades of gray after that oh my god <laughs> yeah there was once you know as, as we the weight starts to get heavier the wrap you can definitely appreciate it more because you can just I don't know. It's hard to explain. You can feel it as it starts to break once you hit the hole and then just go. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think you've taken to them very well. <laughs> some some people, you know, don't. I mean, it'll be – unfortunately, we don't have another wrapped uh, meet to go against, you know, the last one being yeah. two years ago. But, I mean, it would, it would be awesome to figure out what yeah. we're actually getting out of the wraps with you because I, know, it's I actually think we've maximized it pretty well. Yeah. Some people, you know, a lot of people say, oh, they can get 60 to 70 pounds, and maybe that's the case. I don't know. I mean, I, I truly think, I don't know if we're getting that much, maybe 50. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I, you've had a good training. <laughs> day, so, yeah, anyways, wraps. That was, you know, the main thing going into this. Deadlifts have been good. Bench went great. I mean, I think. I think you're on a roll. We had a, I'd have to say that I think this is the best training cycle I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, absolutely. I feel we put together for you, even yeah. though it was long as hell. And, yeah. You know, it, it's exhausting. I truly think it gave us the most time to, you know, I don't know, put up what, the best we're going to put up for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, injuries. Talk about that for a minute. I mean, I don't um, know. It seemed pretty. Yeah, pretty just scary, the knee, knee thing was kind of nerve-wracking in the beginning. and. Yeah. Um, constant elbow. Yeah, the, I had wrist, some which... knot like in my in my tricep that was causing a bunch of pain in my brachialis. Anything you um, were using to stay I did, on the up and up? Of course. I mean, through the whole prep, I had two massages, which yeah. is what it is. Um, got rolled out a few times on different things. I would go home at night after a, a heavy bench and and get on the lacrosse double peanut ball thing and just dig yeah. it out and. You ride Ice the bike, system. right? You do some bike Yeah, work. that was huge, too. Our buddy, uh, Sean Campbell, he had uh, recommended, you know, he's like, maybe you, should, you guys should try the, uh, like, the recumbent bike or assault bike, whatever the hell, a stationary bike. So I started doing that as part of that rehab from the knee, and that was huge. Yeah. Um, getting some blood flow in there, low impact. I have one at home. I could just, you know, come home from work, whatever, hop on for literally 10 to 20 minutes, uh, even at, at that point, I was doing some hit stuff, so it would be 30 seconds full-blown, a minute, just really slow pace, and just kind of get a sweat going and stay conditioned, too. Yeah. Excellent for um, recovery. Um, for any so. of you out there that have issues. Yeah. 
you know, with knee or, or just post-squatting, you know, try yeah. it, try it. I mean, I know, like I said, Mark Bell, Stan, I mean, they're all, they're 10 minute walk, which is a good thing too, but it's yeah, really just about moving, yep. moving the blood, you know, that, that's another good, good, great point as obviously the vertical diet and things like that have become more popular recently. I kind of jumped on that. Um, not as strict as, as I probably could have been, but I power lift, so. Um, there's some times where you need you, your body is like, dude, I need more food. I need more calories. And I was not going to get that eating rice and beef all day. Um, in some, in some instances, but you could really feel the inflammatory changes in the body. Um, one other thing I focused on big time as far as injury prevention was getting up out of my chair, walking around doing the 10 minute walks. Cause I sit at a computer. I could sit at a computer for six hours and not even know it. Yeah, and was just making sure every hour I would get up, move around the office, uh, walk down the stairs, come back up. You know, simple things like that throughout the day to make sure that I was moving. Because, you know, after you start pounding the weight like that and doing everything, your hips really take um, take a take a toll. And um, sitting down like that doesn't doesn't help. So that was a big thing that I that I adjusted. It kind of like as prehab, I would call it. Um, did the typical ice baths and things like that, which um, I still think is probably one of the best recovery methods ever. Old school, can't eat it, man. It's yep. I bag. did it last night, and I feel like a new person <laughs> again, dude. So two uh, two big bags of ice for a couple bucks. That's in the it, bathtub. man. Yeah, I don't fit in my bathtub very well. I don't know how you fit. It's in just your legs. Yeah, I would yeah. say it's just legs. And that, <laughs> that's all I really need to recover is my legs, anyways. I don't really my chest doesn't really get sore anymore. And I swear, that's my goal is to. Uh, put in my house someday that old person bathtub that for the commercial <laughs> where it has the door. Yeah. I want that so bad, dude. Those have jets in them. I don't give a shit. That's why awesome. I can shoot the ice at me. Then. Butt. <laughs> but I'm telling you, that is the goal. <laughs> Uh, man, you know, Hathor has the uh, contrast bath in his, at oh, his house, the big dude. old jacuzzi of cold and jacuzzi yeah, that's hot. So lucky. I just want the cold, and it's I want to be able to just sit down in it and fit in it. So. Yeah. Anyways, all right, cool. So the injury, pretty good. Um, again, not many injuries, nothing major. No, the knee major was a little not. bit. But, uh, yeah, I feel like the prep went well, and we were able to avoid anything major. But <clears throat> something we all deal with, if you're a uh, – if you're a working class athlete, which <laughs> I don't know anybody in power of the thing that's not, yeah, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe Andy, Andy, uh, you know, he <laughs> that boy, that boy make more money in power of the thing yeah. than anybody I ever seen. <laughs> oh, I was joking. Um, anyways, <laughs> is dealing with training. How to go dealing with this 16 week training and family and work and yeah. Well, it was tough because um, I mean, if you guys have seen any of our previous videos, I. Working software, I took a new position um, almost a year ago now. It'll be a year in, I think, August or something like that, July, um, from a traveling position and, and software deployment to a software development position. And, so when um, you were traveling and now they I moved was. you to a small desk down in the basement? <laughs> no, I actually, I actually <laughs> but, have a baller uh, we're desk. We're going to need you to. <laughs> 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 no, we got hooked if up. If you call Google help, his name is Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so... No, a whole new position, whole new skill set. So I have a lot of uh, major goals that I have to hit. And with those goals comes a, a, a shitload of money. And I, I need a shitload of money. So I'll take it. Um, but, yeah, balancing that. So at some point, even, I mean, this was a couple months ago, last month, I had this 500-page book on becoming a C-sharp programmer 
that every week I would have to read a fourth of the book essentially and get a quiz on it every Friday. So I was literally what's a fourth of five hundred? I don't know. I don't. That's what you pay. You, uh, you were a smart guy. Twenty five hundred. It's five hundred pages. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, bro. No. Um, <laughs> so it was. Uh, it was pretty tough because. I take my kids to school in the morning, so we get up pretty early, um, get them to school, get to work. I get off at about 4.30 or 5, come home. The transition sucks. I'm in and out of the door pretty much to head over here. We train for about two hours or so, and then I'm back home about 9. Um, Eating, resting, eat. recovering, spending time. <laughs> yeah, and then would literally study until 1 or 2 in the morning, wake up at 6 the next morning and do it all over again. And um, so that was – that kind of calmed down in the last couple of weeks, which is great. Um, but yeah, that was very hard to get so basically no and train. It's it's win your weight class for the thousand bucks so you can retire. That's what my boss said. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "So uh, who's the top guy in your weight class? And what does he do for a living?" I'm like, "I get it. Yeah, this is a hobby." Yeah. Not hey, my way of living. All the normal, all the normal just a all little longer. Shit. Right? Yeah, basically. Which so. definitely adds up. So all the uh, men and women behind their lifters out there, you guys are you guys yeah, are the heroes too because I'm sure your wife ready to kill you at some point. Yeah, well, there's also days. Pu- also pushes you to go out there and make sure you yeah, destroy yeah. it. And there's, we're there's all looking forward to that. So Tough days where she definitely carries the most of the burden most yeah. of the time because – Again, I'm not worth a shit. After I do a heavy squat workout, I come home and I'm basically on the floor for the next two hours, and uh, then got to manage to eat. And then, <laughs> yeah, you know, so she takes on all the work. But oh, there you go, real quick. What did you train at weight wise during this prep? Oh, this is the heaviest uh, yeah. I've trained at. My weight has been really weird. Uh, fluctuated anywhere between 278 and I think the heaviest I got was like 288. And I had to back that off. Okay, but well, you've been cutting the, a little bit this week. Oh, uh, yeah, not yeah. much. But so what did you start at? I started... 286? 286, and this morning, I'm, uh, well, on the scale here, I'm on This morning, you ate kilos, a burrito, so. and we're one day out. <laughs> so We're good. I just want right. to make sure it's done and out of the yeah. way, and we're good to go instead of having a... You no know, big cuts. No big do cuts. 24 pounds in one day. No thanks. Cool. All right, so... Let's get to the good parts. What are, you, what are you looking forward to the most in this? This is the biggest meet you've ever been in. This is the most i don't know i'm gonna i would say pressure but not pressure maybe just the most anticipated i think we've been to see you on the platform uh you know as far as numbers you know this is yeah we're you're hoping for some pretty big things this yeah i mean mean, if everything goes right this could be a what 200 pound jump from your last total about yeah about that okay Mm -hmm. so all right Um, so what are you looking forward to so well, obviously the squat, I mean, that was the biggest surprise of this whole um, meat prep. I mean, I never imagined that I would <laughs> have that much weight on my back and move it that fast. You yeah. know, as you go through, like, powerlifting, I always, I always wonder what the guy's motivation is when they look at a bar and they're like, I want to squat 1,000 pounds. You know, I want to squat 900 pounds. I'm just uh, like. Living? I'm, <laughs> like not dying yeah, is their motivation? Dude, I'm just like, <laughs> I, you know, if you would ask me. Uh, four or five months ago, do you want to squat, you know, 800 plus? I would have been like, oh, whatever. And now I'm like, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when can we go higher? Yes. You know? Yes. Um, yeah. And that's what it was like. And that was one of the adjustments we made along the way was yeah. your squat, actually. I mean, it was moving. And so we slowly crept it up a little bit more than we had expected. And yeah. now going into the meet, I mean, the numbers you're shooting for, man, they're not – it's not, like, unrealistic. It's not no. like It's not like he squatted – 700 is a grinder, and now we're going, hey, we're going to get 800. Yeah, I mean, not playing we're, that game. we're going in knowing that you have a really good shot at your top numbers, which yeah. if you want to know what his top numbers are, uh, come to the meet. Yeah, because he don't tell stream. me. I don't even know. Because he doesn't know. Shit, I don't even maybe know. I, I know, know my openers, and I'm yeah. going to put that down on a piece of paper, <laughs> and that's about all I need to do for the rest of the meet. <laughs> and he does all the work. So, Well, I got to lift the weight. And I, like, yeah, I, was like, I don't do any of the work. I just tell him. <laughs> I just, I just, I just honestly flip coins and pick numbers. Yeah, so it's good. I mean, um, looking forward to obviously the competition in general. It's, it's, it seems like it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, obviously we're 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 chasing Andy because he is the number one guy in the weight class this time around. And uh, I mean, yeah, he's the number one guy. But you always want this is a. I, I truly think? believe it's a any given Sunday type thing. And yeah, absolutely. In these big we'll be, meets, you know, we'll be watching all of them. Yeah, <laughs> or at least I'll be watching all of them. Adam will be, uh, you know, focused. I'm sure. But yeah, no, I, the whole 275 weight class it's is pretty solid, pretty awesome. Um, yeah, there's probably, uh, including Andy, probably two or three other guys um, to watch out for. I don't. I know one of the guys has a really solid bench. His squat, I'm not too sure. Um, Foster's, you know, he's a good squatter, but he's not going in wraps, so I think he's leaving a lot on the table. Um, even if he squats close to 800, he's still leaving a lot on the table from what he could do. His bench hasn't been great, so that's definitely going to be hard to come back from because uh, my bench Damn, is Damn, Foster, what would you do to him? Really he just, he just want to b- bash you in, <laughs> in his no. little interview. <laughs> he, we, we talk all the time, dude. It's, we talk. That's You know what? And the, the thing I learned from this prep, too, which is pretty cool, was all the guys at the upper levels like this, we all talk shit like, you know, everybody does, but there's a mutual respect. Like, Annie and I are talking shit, but he comes here to train. You know what I mean? Yeah. Foster and I talk going back at back and forth, but we talk about you know yeah. what it's like to be and a I dad mean, and shit like yeah. that, right? Sure. Even so, even being again, I'm not lifting in it, but yeah, Andy comes down here. I mean, we, I'll give him tips on his bench or help him wherever I can. We, I mean, I always feel like if you're gonna beat somebody, you want to beat them at their best, right? To be the man, you got to beat the man. He's gonna have to bench a lot <laughs> to beat my bench. <laughs> but um, yeah, another guy, he's a solid bencher. The other dudes uh, in a meet like this, if you can't deadlift, you're if you're not squatting like 900 to 1,000 pounds and have a decent bench and a decent bed deadlift, I mean, you're in trouble if you can't deadlift because yeah. it's going to come down to deadlift. So I'm really excited to see where that comes in because uh, that was probably my most nerve-wracking lift this whole meat prep. The bench, my last bench was more than I've ever benched in my life. My last squat was way more than I've ever squatted in my life. And my last deadlift was, was really close to my best um, yeah. And that at nationals was a grinder, not a grinder, but it wasn't as fast as normal. And well, the and number we I, all, I murdered we went much it. higher than we expected yeah. there. So, so I'm, yeah. I'm looking for a really good deadlift. I yep. mean, yeah. um, should be very competitive with the rest of the class. So, yeah, I'm just want to execute, put it down, and show everybody how fast we can move heavy ass weight. I'm telling you, you guys are going to know who Adam is in the powerlifting world if you don't. I mean, we already know him in the 
YouTube yeah. world. I mean, he's famous. You know, Bears of Bullshit, 112 followers. I mean, shit. shit. Yeah. Sending me my checks. <laughs> IRS came knocking. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's a good, good start. Good way to get back. I'll uh, put the link for the free live stream down uh, below so yep. you guys can check it out if you're not around. But if you are around, I think it's what, kernusopen.com for tickets? Uh, yep. It's use, on Sunday. Uh, use uh, code meathead. Nope, no, no code for Adam. Oh, I don't so, have a code. Actually, no code for yeah. Adam. So, uh, anyways. Oh, wait. Should we unveil my sponsor pack, too? <laughs> Oh, is that, uh, like a, is that like a fanny pack for you? I must. Pro- I mean, I did get a singlet. I got, I got a singlet. Custom I would try it on. It's a little made, tight. One of a kind for you. So I'm gonna wear it tonight to stretch it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Good to be back. Yes. And uh, got more shit coming. What do we got? Yeah. Next. I don't know. Nothing. We'll, uh, we don't plan let's, this. Let's hope. Good. Yeah. Let's hope that we just do this within another week. No, yeah. I'm just. Telling. We'll be back. We're gonna do more, more and more. Now that we have we, a recording we even, studio. We may even paint the wall at some point. You we know? have a recording studio, <laughs> so we can do this all the time. Okay. Uh, Sunday. Sunday. See you guys Sunday if you're there. Come say hi. Don't say hi to Adam. He might eat you. <laughs> I'll sign your belt. <laughs>